Welcome to the Once Upon a Time in Huntsville podcast hosted by me, Sample Baranaga, and I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that uh, this podcast is going to sound a little bit different. I had to do it over the phone with my amazing guest. I was so blessed to have him, Manuel uh, Tapia, um, and... I had to cut it up just a little bit because at the beginning for three solid minutes it didn't sound too good. So just to give you some context, uh, the first thing we start talking about is how we got into acting and then we carry on from then. Please, please listen to this one because Manuel's story is so inspiring. You know, if you want to be an actor or not or if you just love listening to great stories, I mean, he has one. He's such a hard worker. He's such a great guy. I mean, I'm like trying not to laugh throughout the whole thing and I apologize because I, I know myself that my laugh is terrible. You've probably been thinking it and I've tried to uh, move the mic as far away as possible but uh, I'm just laughing and giggling throughout this whole thing just because talking with Manuel just gives you such an energy and such uh, excitement just for life. So uh, please enjoy. About how you got into acting, like what age did you get into acting? Like, when did you figure out, like, that's what it, you wanted to pursue as a career? And also something I wanted to talk to you about is, like, since we've both worked a lot of retail jobs, but first, uh, that first question. Yeah, I've always wanted to be an actor um, since I was four. Wow. Because I've always, I just watched a lot of TV, and I would always act out and jump and, you know, perform mm-hmm. or copy characters from TV since I was four, even till now. Sometimes I'll be watching an old Adam Sandler movie or, you know, Robert Duvall or people like, you know, people, you know, the big people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll act out certain scenes. And sometimes I get frustrated if I can't, if I know the movie for so long and I don't know the scenes, I get mad and I rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to get it down. But... Um, yeah, I've always wanted to act, but never had the money to. Uh-huh. So yeah, because a lot of people don't realize how expensive it is um, to kind of oh, go yeah. because it's not you're not just looking at classes, which sometimes I mean those those can just you know drain your bank account. But also you have to invest in a nice camera, tripod, lights because most auditions. Oh, yeah. So um, you got you to gotta have some side jobs going on, you know, one or more, which yeah. I know you've worked a lot. Uh, have you done a lot of retail? Has it have more been in the food? Uh, I've always more in the food. Yeah. I don't think I've had a retail job. Okay. I, like I kind of would say that classifies because kind of, you're dealing with customers. Mm-hmm. and that, Yeah, that's how I always looked at it. That's why I always stick to – uh, fast food restaurants or restaurants in general just to like get somewhat better with people yeah customer service and also i'm sure uh, you've observed a lot of people and a lot of uh, human behavior <laughs> oh yes a lot of angry customers arguing about the most dumbest things what's the i remember one time i got no i was gonna say what's the worst customer you had but it looks like you're about to tell me <laughs> <laughs> my first my first job ever was a local little burger joint by my house, uh-huh. and it was my second week there, and I'm sick. I just turned 16, and this guy comes in on a rainy day during our rush hour. It's around 5. I had just gone out of school, went there, and he came in, and he asked for a cheeseburger with no cheese. All right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I Meatballs I just, without the meatballs, please. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 
He goes, let me get a cheeseburger with no cheese, no onions, add pickles, add jalapenos, and easy on the t- just one slice of tomato. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So we got a hamburger with uh, pickles, no onions, one slice of tomato. He goes, no. I said a cheeseburger with no cheese. And so it basically we kept going over about that. We did it four times until he just got super frustrated. He's like, listen, I'm going to tell you one last time. Right? Like, it made me feel so dumb in front of everybody because it was, it was rush hour. So he's like, I want a cheeseburger with no cheese. Add pickles, no onions, and one slice of tomato, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, whatever. Did it, put it in as a hamburger on the computer uh-huh. screen. And when I, when I called him, oh, and he also wanted regular fries. So this is going to make sense later. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, you want regular fries, curly fries? Yes, regular fries. Okay, and a Dr. Pepper for a drink. So I repeated it back because, you know, you get a little microphone. And yeah. I call it for the shit. cooks in the back. So I go, we're going to get a hamburger with a... Onions, no pickles, one slice of tomato with pepper jack cheese, and uh, regular fry. And he goes, "This guy really, this guy really, um, this guy really just said that." And he he said, "You know what? Forget about it." And so he left. What? <laughs> he left to like to to the waiting. Area. I mean, to go sit down. Uh-huh. Anyways, we repeated it and we called it back, and with you know with. It was rush. It was a rush hour, and it was rainy, so the, it took a while. And we have like our customer service, like cooking wise, was like so slow. So he waited mm-hmm. about twenty seven minutes, and then so he took. We brought out his food, and then he looked at the food. He goes, "What is this?" And I go, "It's what you ordered, sir." He goes, "No, this is not what I ordered." I said, "Sir, you ordered a." I even said it back. I said, "You ordered a cheeseburger with no cheese, with pickles, no onions, one slice of tomato, and regular fries." He goes, "Are you uh-huh. kidding me?" I ordered curly fries. So he said, I just waited 27 minutes in, in line being here and just wasting my time. And Oh, my so God. He, he got his tray of food and just threw it down. And then my manager, <laughs> yeah, my manager came in from the back and she goes, you better pick that up or I'm going to call the police on you right now. And oh, wow. And he just went out cussing and rambling. I ain't picking up nothing. And then so I remember it was my it was like because I was a very sensitive, sweet kid at that time. So yeah, you like, still are. I was trying not to cry. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, what's your heart? No, I mean I'm I'm tough now. I'm built for tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, not a sponsor, by the way. That's not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. So she he he made him pick him up, and she just he just left, and that was my first experience with a bad customer. Wow. And that was like, um, I only had one more after that, like a month later. I, I don't know about you, but if I, let's say I go to like, you know, a burger place and I say, you know, this and this and that, if I, let's say I say no lettuce and then I get my burger back and it has lettuce on it. Like, I'm just going to eat it. Like, that's who I am as a yeah. person. Like, I'll just either take it off or I'm just like, eh, like lettuce is good. So yeah. I'm just going to eat it. You know? Yeah. That's like, how I am too. Same thing with like, cause I usually don't ask for tomatoes and I, sometimes I forget to ask for tomatoes, but literally uh-huh. all you got to do is just slide it out and it's easy. Yeah. It's not, yeah. A lot of people just wanted to make it a big deal because either they get some other stress going on in their life or they just, they want to be treated like a king or queen. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, that's, I mean, we, you know, we, we like as an employee for whoever we're working with, like we want to do that, but, like we're also humans, exactly. Uh, 
And so we can't be perfect, but I remember, I, I mean, I'm sure I have plenty of stories, <laughs> but one that always sticks out in my memory is um, now when I used to work at Publix, we would always close at, um, before we started closing at 10 o'clock, we, we closed at 11, which is pretty late at night. And we would always have stragglers come in and then come in and, you know, it'd be like 1055 and they're still like they have, they're, they've just looked around the whole store, not buying anything. Oh yeah. And we can't, we can't, when it, once it hits 11, we can't ask them to leave. We kind of just have to wait. And the, every single night there would always be this older man that would come through uh-huh. never buy anything. He would just kind of walk through the store and talk to people. And like, it was a, like 1120 and I knew I wasn't technically allowed to say, Hey, you know, we need, you need to go so we can clean so we can go home. Yeah. So that I came up to him. I said, uh, well, sir, is there anything I can help you uh, find? You know, I thought maybe he, he'd be like, oh, you know, there's people in here that want to go home. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> I, like, I kid you not, word for word. He goes, you know that Albert Einstein guy? <laughs> I said, uh, oh, uh, well, yes, sir. And he goes, you know, he was like the only smart Jew. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, whoa, whoa. like I was not expecting like an anti-Semitic like, and he was straight faced, yeah. like being serious. And I was just like in my head, I was like, well, was that a compliment or an insult? That was so <laughs> random. And I was like, oh yeah, he was a very smart man. He was like, yeah, and all those other Jews. And I just was like, oh, I'll stop you right there, sir. You know, we're we're closing up, um, and we need you to make some your final decisions or whatever. Yeah talking and i noticed he every every step i took he would follow me in the direction just keep talking so i just walked outside checking for carts and then i just closed the doors when i got back inside as he was still talking to me and and then he just walked away and i never saw him again i literally never saw that man again <laughs> so he just knew I I so you would see him a couple of times and then one night the one night you go up to him and then after that you don't see him again I didn't see him again. Although, like, I just—I guess I never worked a night where he came in again. But oh, um, I w- its not necessarily a a terrible customer. Yeah. But at the same time, it was just like, what? Yeah, it was that was random. <laughs> he threw me a real curveball there—the old Albert Einstein curveball, what they call it. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, a lot of times, and I'm, you know, I'm guilty of this as. as as well um but a lot of the times people have, that have worked customer service or retail or fast food mm-hmm. we always complain about the um the really really bad customers but we, we you know there are a lot of outstanding customers out there oh yeah too. just people that really do want to brighten other people's days whether it's through a tip or you know even a conversation just being super polite yeah or being a conversation or yeah. you know i've had some people that um have asked me, you know, what, what do I do outside? And I'm like, Oh, you know, I'd, I'd like to act and stuff. And they've just been like, Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, and I, have you had experiences like that too? Yes. I used to, uh, when I worked at in and out, uh, about two years ago now, um, I had and for a lot the of, people in Alabama, that is a burger joint. Sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. in and out is a burger joint specifically in California, but it's in <laughs> other States. It's ones in Texas. And that's where the one I worked at. But anyways, okay. I had regulars, like every restaurant has regulars. Mm-hmm. It was a set of old lady twins. It was Diane and Darla. There were two sets of twins, or one set of twins. 
But um, <laughs> I remember they would come in. They would come in every Thursday evening, which was when I would work night shifts, and then every Saturday morning because we open up at ten. For since since I've been there, so probably now I haven't been there in a while. But basically, um, you know, there she would be the there would be the first people I would see, and so after my third week or third time seeing them, I started talking to them more, and then mm-hmm. I got their orders figured out because it's it's in and out very easily. <laughs> but um, I would get like in the morning they would get a double uh not a double a regular cheeseburger with coffee, kind of weird, but I yeah. But anyways, I remember one day they asked me, so what do you want to do? And blah, 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 because you're so charismatic and your personality is just wonderful. Oh, they were hitting on you. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I remember one time, well, I'll tell you this one after. But basically, I okay. told them, like, this was before I even, like, did anything with acting because I was still in school. Mm-hmm. I was just saving up just to, you know, just save up. And I had no idea where I was going. I was just focusing. I was 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And I said, I have big dreams and I don't know how to go i don't i don't have any agents or nothing blah 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 and they were like well you know just they had a um like a niece or something that was in modeling or something like that and she would tell me about her all the time she was like a year two years older than me but she would always mention her and how she did the same way had just to email a whole bunch of agencies and uh call and send headshots resumes. oh that's awesome yeah so they would they would tell me that kind of stuff and to just keep pushing and pushing. And they were like the most sweetest ladies ever. And uh, yeah, basically like that. And I had a, a whole bunch of other customers, but those are the ones that I can think of on top of my head. Yeah, because they really stand out. Yeah, that truly wanted me to like succeed. And I, I still remember that to this day because that, that meant a lot. Because me, like in high school, I wasn't, I wasn't nobody. I was just like either at that time I was a junior. I was like too cool for the not cool kids and then not cool for the not cool for the cool kids you know I was yeah. in the middle yeah. I was always in the middle after my did you did you ever do like drama in high school or middle school or anything like that yeah I did theater started 8th grade and then freshman year sophomore year and then I dropped out of all all of um like sports and all that my sophomore year to focus on outside of school my acting career mm-hmm. and just saving up working because, like, you know, the theater kids, well, some of the theater kids didn't like me. And then it was like, I didn't feel like I was doing enough with theater because it was, like, all about favorites. And same thing with sports. Like, all my coaches, that I was never, like, a favorite for sports because I was terrible at sports. Mm. And, um, so after my sophomore year, I dropped out of everything and just focused, like, how am I going to do this? So I remember all my junior year, summer going into junior year, I was looking at things, doing, like, classes on youtube for free and back Mm -hmm. to you know looking up monologues and performing them and i would Mm -hmm. do like small auditions for things like literally for nothing it would be like just to get in a class or something yeah never get in but i remember my first when i did so i had done my junior year going into my summer of senior year I, i was on instagram one day and i see this um convention pop up on my instagram and i i saw it but the first time i ignored it and I kept scrolling, kept scrolling, and it popped up again. And I read through the comments, and they were like, you know, um, it's legit, and blah, 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 this and that. And I was like, nah, that's what they probably say. So my third time, I took it as a sign, and I got really into it. 
and I saw that it was like basically it's a convention and where there a whole bunch of scouts come out from different states and you go perform. Mm-hmm. And so when I first saw that, like my my eyes just like my head just went ding. <laughs> so life will moment, yeah. Yeah, I was telling my mom about it, and she goes, "That's a lot of money, and blah blah, you're gonna get scammed." I said, "No, mom, it's legit," and blah 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 blah. Like my mom always been supportive of me, but she cares more about education. Yeah. So it's respectable, but um, she goes, "No, you're not gonna do that. You're gonna waste your money and this and that." I said, "Mom, I'm, I just got a sign that this is like the, what I have to do because I've tried emailing agencies and nothing." So I did it, and this was. 2018 in September so I was already senior and I was doing so I had done the first audition I went out with like it was like 57 people total and the first in the first room and they told us you know we gave y'all I mean we gave y'all time to get a scene and this and that and uh so my first ever like audition for something was a uh for, was for that. I mean, you could pick any movie scene, whatever. It didn't matter. It was the Fast and the Furious, uh, the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you watched. Have you, you know, do you remember it pretty well? I have never seen any of them. Really? I'm sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, anyways, it was like when Paul Walker and Ben Diesel first race. And I, mm-hmm. I still remember it's like, dude, I almost had you. And then like Ben Diesel was like, you almost had me. You never had me. You never had your car over here, granny shifting up. I don't remember actually. I lied, <laughs> but that was, <laughs> so that was my first audition. I remember I was so happy. I made it feel like if it was an audition for a movie, even though it wasn't. But I made it so big, uh-huh. and uh, I did it. And I remember they gave you out cards whenever you were when it was your turn. They gave you. They had a deck of cards, and so they would give us a card. And they never told it. They told us if you give this, if you if we call your name and you give us the card, we're not going to tell you if it's good or bad yet. So mm-hmm. after we're done, uh, we're all done auditioning and stuff like that. They uh, called names and they called a whole bunch of names. And I was like, dang, they're calling everybody but me because my last name starts with a T. So it's all the way at the end. Yeah. So everyone's handing out their cards and some people would it would be skipped over. And so there were only 12 people left that still had a card. And they said, um, if, I, if, you, if you still have a card, remain seated. And if you don't have a card, stand up and it's your time to go. I was like, no oh. way. Like, I still had my card. But in my head, I was thinking, oh, I'm probably going to be sent home or something. But it was the opposite. And so 12 of us stayed there. So um, after we were, after the other people left, uh, the CEO of the company or something like that had came up to me. She, he goes, so what are, you, what are you planning on doing at the convention after? He's like, well, I just right now I just have the money for acting, which was like, four hundred dollars and um he goes you're not doing modeling and i go no sir i don't have that much money and it was eight hundred dollars for the modeling part he goes don't worry about it i'll pay for it i go excuse me oh wow yeah so he paid he's like yeah don't worry i'll pay for it i said thank you so much sir it means a lot and i remember just walking out of there it felt like i got a movie role and he goes we'll see yeah 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 he'd be like we'll see you next sunday for practice and so we went next Sunday for training. They trained us, like, how to model walk and how to, like, do stances and then acting, being mm-hmm. behind the camera, being in front of the camera, you know, emotion, which way to look, not to look at the lens and angles and all this stuff. Yeah. Wait, you're not supposed to look in the lens? Uh, yeah. Oh, dang. That's oh, no. yeah, We got to go reshoot it again. <laughs> yeah, we're about to have to go reshoot all my scenes in 12 months. 
Because I'm just constantly bugging out at the lens. <laughs> just looking at it. But um, yeah. what's it called? So, yeah, we started doing that. We went for a month straight every Sunday. And then, you know, we all made it. Uh, it was 12 of us, and it, only 11 of us, 11 of us made it because one mm-hmm. of them got sick at the very end, so she couldn't fly out to L.A. Oh, uh, Corona? Yeah, no. Right that time, <laughs> it was just the flu. Yeah. Just the flu. No, but uh, we had – the only bad thing was we had to pay for our, our trip, our hoteling for a week, and our mm-hmm. excess stuff. So when I ended up going with my – I didn't have the money. My mom didn't have the money. And I was like, I feel like if I go, I was, remember crying to my mom. I was like, if I go, I promise it's going to be worth it, mom. She goes, mom, me. She's like, mijo, we don't have the money. And I was like so devastated. But like I understood at the same time. But I felt yeah. like if I did it. So I remember telling my uncle. My uncle's my biggest supporter. And he had just gotten laid off because he works in the fields, like in the plants and stuff like that. He had just gotten laid mm-hmm. off because, you know, the job was done. And he spent like his last five grand on me basically wow and he goes mijo i'm like you know how much i support you and it was whatever this and that and i know one day you're going to repay me even though i don't care about it right now but i want you to succeed and push do your very best so he you know he gave me all that money me and him went to california together and we had all this um fun uh we had a fun time we had we made the best of we were there for seven days we made the best of every single day we were training oh that's awesome yeah we were training and then after after training they we had that we had the whole day off so we would go to hollywood or los angeles or beverly hills Mm -hmm. santa monica and go visit but i remember when i got there there was kids from all over the states remember i told you they scout all over the states and certain people yeah so Saw all these beautiful dudes and women and talented dudes and women, musicians, artists, models, actresses, actors. I was like, whoa, this. And they were all in a big old hotel. And so I was like doubting myself the whole time. And I didn't want to like audition for anything that was there because they would do like little small auditions for like for the to perform in front of the others members and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I was too nervous and I never did. But then when the last to make it short. On the last day, or the day before the last day, we performed. We did a monologue, a scene, commercial, and uh, I did the runway thing. So on the last day, I did all that. And the next morning, they called us to see, um, to meet the agents in person. And so we talked to, like, about 70 agents. I tried to say hi to everyone wow. of them, introduce myself. And... Later on, like three hours later, they all made the decisions who they wanted to sign. So they called us out and they're like, okay, it's a roll call. We're going to see who wants you, who doesn't, blah, blah, blah. So back to my name being on the T and with a whole bunch with over like 300 people there, I saw all these good guys, like talented people get no like cards back. And then there'll be like other people that'll get long lists of who wants them and everything. So I was mm-hmm. like, dang, if he didn't get it, I'm definitely not going to get nothing. <laughs> so I see all these and all these, all these, and then they call my name, and they say uh, Manuel Tapia, and I saw a big old paper. I was like, no way, and they had seven agents, agencies that wanted me. And I remember, wow! I remember, um, like as soon as I went back to sit down, because we were still in the hotel, but uh, we were in the in the you know how certain hotels have lobbies and stuff like that, like yeah, rooms. Well, we had. Um, I remember I got my paper. And I just went up to my room and go cry. I told my mom, I was like, mom, I made it. 
even though it was just <laughs> even though it was the smallest thing but to me it was like so big I was like mom I made it like I finally got like I'm about to get signed like people want me and she was so proud of me and I remember my uncle came up and he was where'd you go and he saw me crying and then we started crying together and my uncle never cries never cries and that's awesome and dude we started crying and then I went back downstairs and my friends were all telling me like where'd you go and I was like I had to take a dump <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want them to know I was crying yeah that dude hey there's nothing wrong with crying over that man yes yeah, i mean i think everything i book man i i shed i shed some tears just because yeah. i'm just so thankful and so much hard work that uh, goes into it for us man like it really does yeah and um you know i think even if we just get an audition we should be insanely uh yes. thankful just because i i saw this one tweet from a casting director and they said it was like, this is how much submit, this is how much get picked, this is how much get callbacks, and this is, you know, who gets a, mm-hmm. who ends up booking. Yeah. And so for the people that submit, it was like, it was, she, and this was just for one role. Yeah. And it was like, you know, 20,000 people, and then like 500 get an audition for yeah. it. And then, and then like 50 people get a callback for it. Yeah. And then, you know, one person ends up booking it. So it's an amazing thing to get an audition so yeah when we book something it's like it's a big thing for us yeah what was your reaction when you got the phone call for um uh 12 mighty orphans Man, my reaction so let's start from the beginning so i had auditioned it was my uh, 12 mighty orphans was my first movie audition i had done five auditions prior to wow that. yeah so i did two commercial auditions and two tv uh tv show commercial i mean tv auditions and mm-hmm. 12 Mighty Orphans was my first movie audition. So I was so excited. I was like, this is a movie audition for like a lead role. Well, not a lead role, but yeah, it was a lead role. And yeah. they were, you know, I was so excited. It's like, I got to do my best. But I didn't have nothing. I didn't have no lights, no no fancy camera, no nothing, no fancy mm-hmm. room. All I had was my camera. And I remember I stacked my trash can. Well, first my chair, my trash can upside down, <laughs> and then like a coconut butter uh, cream bottle <laughs> and I had my phone laid up on it and I did my audition in April and so I sent myself tape in and my my audition was so funny I mean you've seen it you've seen it. I, I can, I'll, I'm, I'll send you the, the full one later but please do it like it is just so humbling to see that man and how like how brutally honest you were like in the and when you start out like you posted on Instagram you're like, that was just amazing. Can you say what you said? Yeah, I was like, um, hey, I'm trying to remember what I said because you put me on the spot. <laughs> I remember I was saying something along the lines of, hi, my name is Manuel. Sorry, I don't have no fancy setup. And sorry, I don't have nobody to read, help me read. But um, I'm going to try my very best to give you what I got. And uh, yeah, so thank you. Hopefully you don't hate me. And if you do, it's okay. And <laughs> I started my scene. <laughs> And that was like, because I never done self tape commercials for like the movie. For the TV show, it was a little bit different because it was just in person. Back when you can go yeah. to auditions in person. <laughs> I know, right? But I miss it. Yeah, man. So I did that in April. And, you know, after like a week or two, you don't hear nothing and you just move on. And so it was all the way up to August. I had just, I was on a family mm-hmm. vacation and my I was uh, on my way back for my first week of college. So. School started Monday, and then I was leaving. I left Sunday morning to get there Sunday night to sleep in and wake up for school. 
Well, I was just about to get on my flight, and my agent calls me. He goes, Manuel. And I go, yes. He goes, remember that movie you did, 12 Mighty Orphans? And I go, yeah, yeah, I do. Because that's, like, literally the only big audition I did at that time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, did I, did I get it? He goes, well, not yet, but they want to see you in person Monday, my first day of college. I was like, okay, I'll be there. He goes, great. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you when you land. It's like, okay. So my, I told my mom, she's like, what do you, what do you mean you're going to go? It's your first day of college. You, you're not going to skip it. I was like, mom, I have to. Like, it's a callback for a movie. This and that. She goes, no, you're not going to go. It's your first day of college. If it was your second day, I wouldn't care. I was like, mom. Because my mom works at the college I go to. So oh, okay. yeah, I went to college, my first class. And then my second class, I skipped it and went to the audition. It was 15 minutes away from the school. So I skipped it. Was that the one at the church? Yeah. Yeah, at the church. Yeah, with all of us. Yeah. But the first audition. Oh, that's awesome. The first audition, like with me, it was just all for the AP Torres role. So there was like 70, 70 to like 100 people in there. And you know how small mm-hmm. that room was. So it was pretty packed. And I saw like yeah. all these handsome Mexican dudes and short ones and tall ones. It's like, dang it. So there again, there I go again, doubting myself. So yeah. I was my scheduled time was like two thirty or three, and I didn't get called back to like uh, like around four basically. So I was there practicing my lines, practicing my lines, practicing my lines, and uh, when I called my name, I was like, man, I took a deep breath. I remember just pausing there, taking a deep breath, and walked in, uh-huh. and I saw Ty, Angelique, and uh, Anne before I knew them. And I was like, hey, how you guys doing today? My name's Manny. I'm from Texas. Um, I'm, I skipped college for this. I skipped my first day of college for this. And I made them laugh. Basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I did my scene and everything. And they're like, they made them laugh. And I asked them about their days. And I know, I'm like, I know you guys are tired of seeing all these people here, but I hope you guys have a good one. And I left. I was like, uh-huh. I got in my car and I was like, I remember I was praying like, for like 15 minutes just straight in my car without even starting the car yet it was so hot but i was praying and um i was like god please like let me get one more one more call back mm-hmm. you know make it official and then so another week passed by and well it was like five days basically a week and they didn't say anything, uh-huh. so i was like oh man and so they called me on uh monday and they said can you be here wednesday i was like mom can I skip school to go for it again? She goes, no, you already did it behind my back. No. And (laughs) basically the same thing happened. And then I I left my second period again. I was like, sorry, mom, I left, but I'll get you Chick-fil-A on my way back. And then (laughs) she, she, she just, (laughs) I did the audition. It was less people this time. It was about like 20 people. Uh And same thing. They came up, I came up auditioned and like, Hey, nice to see you again. It's like, yes, thank you. And the audition. And then, Another week went by, call, can you be here Wednesday? Yes. And my mom's like, I'm taking your keys. She took my keys. <laughs> she took my car keys. I, I had like, luckily at that time I had my financial aid money. So I had a little bit of money. So I yeah. bought an Uber. It was only 15 minutes away. She goes, mom, I'm, sorry. I'm going. She goes, are you serious? So I had already like four missed days of school already. And that's, you're not supposed to have more than yeah. three in college. Uh-huh. and um so i went and that was that was the uh one where i met you when we all met yeah you know because after that one was when we went to the all saints yeah so all saints was the last one that we did when we did the football drills i remember i showed up late because 
I was like trying to, my teacher was like mad at me leaving because I didn't tell him what I was leaving for. I just told him it was an emergency. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember, I was I showed up 30 minutes late. So everyone was already like on the practice field. Oh, wow. I think I remember that. Yeah, I showed up late. <clears throat> oh, man. I showed up late and then I'm losing my voice. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, I'm late. I'm definitely not going to get the role and blah, 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 this and that. And then, you know, we what we all got along so quick and easily. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, I don't know, like right off the bat, we became best friends. We didn't know at the time, but you could just tell. Yeah, we all just clicked yeah. instantly. I, like we were we were the 12 Mighty Mites right, right there. The Remember I was talking I don't think anything else. I don't I think if one of us hadn't been cast, it would have thrown off everything, you yeah. know? We used to talk about that all the time, like on our last days there, remember? Yeah, that's right, man. Oh, I'm getting emotional. Oh. <laughs> that's so awesome. So when you when you found out you booked it, like man, when I found out I booked it, I was in class and I got a, a text message from my agent, man, he called me right now. And I was like, Okay. And I went to the hallway and I called my call my oh, well, I called my agent. She goes, What's up? What's up? You got the role, Manny, you got the role for Carlos. Because I auditioned for AP, but I got Carlos, which is the older brother. Uh-huh. And I was like, no way, yeah. I'm so happy. And I remember I was crying. Like, I went, I was literally just in the, because in my school, at the college, they had, like, hallway, but they had chairs and stuff like that. So I remember I sat down crying with my head down, just, like, tearing up. And I texted my family mm-hmm. group chat. I was like, I got the role for the movie. And I told, like, my friends in our, in our other group chat. And then they were like, oh, my God, like my grandma, my aunts and my mom all telling me congratulations. I'm so happy. Oh, man, that's so the best. I was in class already crying, like tearing up. And I had like pretty hot girls in my class, like two of them. And I was just like, dang it, I can't stop crying. So I was like, trying to wipe my tears and my nose was like all day. And then I was like, and my teacher pulled me aside because my teacher used to be a dramatic teacher. She used to teach drama and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So she, my professor, not my teacher, but anyways, she pulled me out. I was like, what's wrong, Manny? He goes, I got the role for the movie because she's the only one I did tell at school. She uh-huh. goes, no way. I'm so happy for you. And I told him, like, Luke Wilson's going to be in it. And, well, this is before uh-huh. we didn't know Martin Sheen was going to be in it. I said, yeah, Luke Wilson's going to yeah, be in it. Yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you. And then I remember I came home, and I, I, had, I, had, like, I had, like, $200 in my bank account. I remember. Uh-huh. I remember. I took out my whole family out to Texas Roadhouse with two hundred dollars. They ended up. <laughs> I remember I paid like a hundred dollars worth of it, but they ended up paying the rest. Oh, oh my gosh, and, dude, that's incredible! Yeah, I was just so happy, and like, um, I didn't tell, I didn't post it on social media, but the network that I did, they had posted it because I tried keeping it a secret as long as I can, and then uh-huh. they had posted it, like, or one of our clients, Manuel Tapia, is doing a movie with Luke Wilson. But I didn't know about it because I didn't follow them on Instagram. And then I see, like, mm-hmm. my friends, and uh, they shared it on their story. They were telling me congratulations. Like, what are you telling me congratulations on? And then it's like, you got the role for a movie, no? And I go, yeah, but how'd you know? I didn't tell you. And so I saw, like, all the people that – like, I had two mutual friends that followed it, and they saw it, and they sent – they had posted on their stories. And basically, it went around for, like, a little bit. And I was like, oh, man. Like, I didn't want to tell anybody this and that. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, right after high school, I remember I told, like, I would vividly say, it's like, I'm going to make it. Watch. I'm not going to I'm not gonna be stuck here and blah, 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 blah. 
Yeah. Because high school was not so good for me. So I had that last, mm-hmm. uh, that little pride and ego. At, right before I left high school, I was like, just watch. I'm going to make a name for myself. And then three mm-hmm. months after I graduated, I did a movie. And, um, yeah, so everyone was, like, taught, hitting me up. And like I was just, like, people from, like, local schools that I knew of. But, like, they didn't know me until, like, they heard about it. So I was getting, like, followers and stuff like that. And then... Mm-hmm. I didn't even care about that. I was just so happy, and I, I, I didn't even touch my phone, like for like four days, because it was just like so much, so much messages yeah. that I've never got it before. Cause, like literally, my only my, my <laughs> chat would text me, and so I have all these messages. Like, who are these people? But you know, I, I said thank you to every single one, and uh, the rest is history. Did you did you play football in high school? At I all? did, but I was terrible. Terrible, terrible football player. Yeah, so I didn't play in high school, but I played in middle school. Uh-huh. And I remember um, – and the re- the only reason I was uh, I decided to play is because one of my good friends at the time was like, dude, you got to do it because then we can hang out like before and after. It will be like fun. You'll have fun doing it. <laughs> so I ended up doing it. And, you, I mean, you've seen me, right? I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, skinny now. I mean, I'm somewhat tall You're now, jacked. but – don't let him fool you guys. <laughs> he is a jack guy. Is... I was, I was like, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, in the context of we did a, uh, there's a scene in the movie where we all had to. I just wasn't taking it off just for man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, everyone was in great shape for the film, but um, but back when I played football in middle school, I mean, I was. I mean, I was so sh- uh, relatively short compared to all the other guys. Yeah. Like, it took a long time uh, for really puberty to hit in. Like, I was in the seventh grade, and, like, some of my teammates had, like, mustaches and facial hair. Yep, same and, for me. I was, I was like, a late bloomer. And, I mean, these guys, you know, every single uh, evening after uh, after school, I mean, were hitting me. Yeah. You know, like – and you know, not on the football field, not after. <laughs> but, uh, and I was just taking and taking and taking, it. and you know, I was like fourth, fifth string. I only ever gotten like one play or one or two plays a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because if I'd gone out there, I probably would have screwed up or whatever. But um, one thing I was really good at was you know running and catching catching balls. I rarely ever dropped a football. Yeah, but. Um, and I'll, I remember my coach my second year, because we had a different coach that year, he actually took me to the side and said, listen, like, um, I don't think you're really, you know, cut out for this. I mean, I'm just telling you. And it was kind of discouraging. Yeah. <laughs> like, he wasn't kicking me off the team. He couldn't. But he was essentially telling me, you know, like, you suck. I'm no, I'm no help to the team. But I really, really wanted to be good. So I, I just kept doing it because, you know, I had my friends on my team. And um, I really, really wanted to get strong like them. Yeah. And I wanted to have a moment out in the field. And I remember, you know, I never played or anything. I stopped in high school just because I focused on a lot more on soccer. Yeah. But, and what was funny was um, when I booked the role, a thought hit me. Was I was like, oh, my gosh. Out of all the guys that I played football with on that middle school team, I am now the only one that is going to get paid to play football. <laughs> Dude, that was the that was the same initial thing with me. Like, yeah, well, I mean, I've had I have had I have some uh, old teammates that are doing good in college now, but uh, we weren't very. Uh, we just knew each other because we played together. We weren't like close friends. Uh-huh. Or well, some of them, 
And uh, I remember when I got the role, it's like, it's crazy because, like, my high school, like, because I went to two high schools, but the main one I went to, we sucked, like, terrible. We had, like, oh, yeah. Notes. I think we we're, like, eight and nine, I think. I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't really remember, but it was our first year where we were somewhat good. And the whole school was, like, going crazy over it. But besides that, we would go, like, one in six, one in 15, and one oh, notes, my gosh. We terrible. Yeah, you guys were bad. Yeah, we were, like, the second worst <laughs> team next to the other ones uh-huh. but um yeah so i remember like man it's crazy how i was terrible at football in high school and stuff like that but i'm doing a movie where i'm like a good football player yeah yeah and all the things like i've knew like i know football like because i watch uh-huh. like and play we play NBA, yeah but i'm um i was like holy crap I, like i was really never able to do this in high school because we did, because one of my things is I've always wanted to do my own stunts in my movies, like Jackie Chan does, because he's like my one of my Yeah. Oh, he's awesome, so dude. So being able to do my own stunts in the movie was pretty cool to me. Because especially, mm-hmm. I mean, you saw how bad I got hurt that one time with that burn in the back. Oh, yeah. That was bad. <laughs> that was real bad. I think Woody and I mentioned that on the last podcast. Oh, I think we did, or maybe we were just talking about it. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, I remember Josh walking me down. And uh, he was like telling me, he's like, dang, that's a big scratch. And I looked at it. I was like, holy crap. It was like a big old scrape mark. It looked like a T-Rex at you, man. It looked like a T-Rex, like scratched you on the back. (laughs) But it didn't hurt as bad. But when when the, because we were at the All Saints school, the trainer Mm -hmm. for the football team, like, dude, she was not scared to put rubbing alcohol on my shoulder. I was like, ah, (laughs) <laughs> and she was just like digging in there i'm like Ugh! and then josh pumps up the camera he's like what are you a mighty warrior <laughs> that's awesome but yeah uh, that, do you remember uh oh sorry keep going no, i was about to say after that it's just like i would forget i had it and when i take a shower it burned but that's it <laughs> yeah i uh i was gonna say that saying i'm a mighty warrior that reminded me when we went to before we had booked the roles when we had to go do that practice yeah. Do you remember when we like, or did you, or since you were late, I don't know if you had to do it, but whenever we got like, whenever we were first showing up, coach TJ, like to introduce himself would come up to us and be like, what are you? Yeah. I remember that. A mighty warrior. Like, yeah. And then later we would do that, you know, every single morning when we actually had booked the roles or whatever. But, um, so one guy, he had done it in front of me that ended up not booking any of the roles or whatever, but he was like, I'm a, he was like, yeah, I'm, a, uh, Oh, I'm, a, I'm a mighty warrior or whatever. You know, he was, just, and dude, I had just read the book like on the way there and I was like, so pumped up for reading it. I was like, I like screamed it at the top of my lungs. I was like, oh, warrior. <laughs> like I was so pumped to be there yeah. after reading the book. Cause I was like, if the book is that good, I can't wait to read the script. Yeah. Um, I, think I, I think you were like the only one that, that read the book at that time, no? I think so, yeah. yeah. I didn't I read it. So. I, I still haven't read it. I don't want to lie. Oh, you got to read it, man. It's so good. I, I'm just like, I don't want to make an Amazon account just to get a book. I barely get things from Amazon. Yeah. Um, I, I'll, dude, I ordered like, um, I bought like four during Christmas time. No way. To give to like. Yeah, I I bought one for my girlfriend Aaron, or now I'm sorry, my fiance oh, Aaron. She's in the other room. I hope she didn't hear that. She come in here and smack me in the face. No. Um, <laughs> I bought one for her just because you know, she has been such a huge inspiration to me. 
and also rooted for me, of course. Yes. And then I also bought one for I bought two copies. I bought one for my mom, one for my dad. I bought one for my grandmother, um, who has just always had my back. And then um I bought one for my brother, Jesse, who actually taped the original audition with me. Yeah, I remember you and saying that. Just cause like I'm I don't I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm like uh with that audition I had to like um it, it was due really quick so i did only i only did like one or two takes on each scene or whatever yeah but something about me is like i i like to i like to take my time with that sort of thing so sometimes me and jesse if he's taping me for a role and i have time i'll we'll be in there for like an hour or two and i know that he doesn't want to do that because that's his video game time yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> so i'm just i, I got him one and uh yeah. Who who do you have tape for you? Do you have like family members or do you have someone calling um, and do it? Well, at very first, like be- after, all right, before um, I had done the movie and a little bit prior to that, besides December, mm-hmm. I would just always do it myself. I would record it myself. Wow. And just hold my phone there and try to get things to like stabilize it and just read it. I would never, I would never, um, have a reader with me. I would just read my lines and space out, you know, time it type of deal. And so that was really bad. But I mean, I got a couple callbacks from doing stuff like that. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I mean, typically most directors or uh, casting would just ignore that right off the bat. Yeah. They're just focused on the good acting. Yeah. yeah. As long as the acting's good, they don't really care. You know? Yeah. So I had done that. But after, um, after we had done the movie, I had got in. My agent, um, I had got in. So my agent's buddy, her, his friend, she's from L.A. She's uh, my other agent. My, I think she's my, my, my manager, actually. Mm-hmm. She had came, before she had signed me, she had came all the way from Los Angeles to Dallas to come meet me and, of course, other clients that were with the agency I was in Dallas. And so mm-hmm. I remember I had walked into the room and right off the bat, we got along. And I remember she had seen like a couple other people, probably 30 people, maybe more, maybe less. But mm-hmm. That day, um, my agent from Dallas called me. She goes, he goes, you know, you're the only one she signed today, right? And I go, oh, oh wow. And then, um, yeah, so she told me that. And right along, we, we got a real good friendship. And she started giving me um big role like I, all i get is lead roles which i really gotta step up more well at that time i was in shape and doing all this stuff so it was good at that time yeah and, um she'd send me like coaches i remember i did a coach i had two coaches one of them's in mm-hmm. dallas the other one's in los angeles so whichever whenever wherever i am that's who i go to but mainly dallas that's where i go so I, every, every time i'll get an audition I would, his name's donald i would call him up and be like, hey, Donald, can we set a time and this and that? He goes, yes, man, of course. Uh-huh. And so we built, we got real close because I was literally going every weekend to him. I would get so many auditions and I would get so many auditions. And I remember I used to like pray for just one audition and I had all these auditions coming up. Like I would get like averagely probably two, three, like to five a week. Yeah. For like all of, because I had taken a break in December. So I took a break in December and a little bit of January so I can get in shape for the new year. Uh And once January hit, I was getting like good auditions and all lead roles and stuff like that. And I was really blessed and I was knocking them off. I would get real close, like really close. And uh, yeah, I I mean, I told you about some of them. I was I can't I don't I probably can't say the movies, but 
I did two movie auditions, and on one of them, uh, I got the call with the director um, right the week after. We had planned out a whole, I had gone to Dallas and scheduled a meeting to talk with him. And then I was really close to getting that one, but they went, I think I was like, I was in the top five for sure. And then the other movie, the big one that, you know, we yeah. talked about. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to say the movie name, but I think I can say the director's name, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you, I think you can probably say both. I mean. Yeah, but well, just in case. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, Damien. no one big listens to this, Manny. <laughs> but thank you. For- <laughs> hey, you never know, man. <laughs> That's you, true. you never know. Yeah. Uh, Damien Chazelle, he was doing a movie, and I remember, I mean, I love La La Land. I've seen that. You know, everyone's seen that. Everyone loves that. It won a whole bunch of awards. Uh-huh. Oscar awards. Not yeah. Just- I've done a two-hour podcast on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still haven't seen that one. Oh, you got to listen to it, man. We just watched the whole movie and talk about like, talk through it the whole time. Um, really? So, yeah. If you, if you love it, you got to listen to it when maybe on, when you're on the way to back to Houston. Yeah. That's that's where I listened to the uh, the one with you and Woody. I listened to it on my way back over oh, here. Oh, thanks, man. Yes, sir. But um, yeah, I did one with uh, did. I remember I was able to talk to Damien Chazelle. I was so excited, dude. Yeah. And because it was a big movie, and this movie was just like the role fit perfectly for me, and um, I was so so happy. And I had gotten a call. I think it was like two weeks, maybe. And I get an email, like my team was like going crazy. He's like, man, you got to schedule time. You got a meeting with Damien Chazelle. Can you do it? I said, of course I can do it. And um, yeah, I took it off to, no, it was a weekend. It was a Saturday morning. I can't imagine where you just go, ah, sorry guys, I'm booked. I can't talk yeah, to yeah. Oscar winning <laughs> director <laughs> Damien Chazelle. Yeah, sorry. Never that. If I ever yeah. become that person, I will purposely kick my own self out of the game <laughs> but um yeah so i was able to talk to damien chazelle and i was like this is so awesome as you guys joke around about me i manifested it <laughs> dude i know i mean when you told me that man because he's one of my favorite directors you know whiplash yeah. guy madeline on our park bench and first man while of course like i was praying for you like every single day like you were the you were the first person i called oh thanks man audition. and i told you that i did tell you that you were the first person i called and you were like like out of my friends groups, you're the only one I kept updating about it. Thanks, remember man. I would do it. I did three auditions for it. And then, yeah. you know, the whole the whole COVID thing had hit in March. Yeah. And everything shut down and didn't get nothing no more. And I was like jobless for like since March all the way to like July. I had a I didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. So all my money was going down. I was like, dang, what am I gonna do? So I remember I was praying, like I would see like business the like uh Google or something would be like industry business that's gonna open up in June and then open up in July, open up in September, August. All so I was I just remember I kept praying like it's like God, I hope I get the role of so and so on so and so and I would pray for that every single night because I yeah. left at that point. And I was like, this is this is going to be my – this is why God made me go through this so that I can uh, be grateful for this big achievement when he gives it to me. Yeah. Did you have that mindset where if you heard your phone vibrate or ding or start going yes. off, you'd be like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Yep. And I, I will see like so many um, numbers that are not saved. There will be spam calls. Yeah. That's the worst. Just in case. Yeah, and I would see like a whole bunch of uh, 
like I had friends in uh, Los Angeles and so their numbers are I mean they would have their contact name but it would be Los Angeles that was the first thing I would look at I'd be like so excited or when my agent would randomly call me I'd be so excited but yeah man so that happened and I kept praying and praying and then I started working in July uh, second week of July mm-hmm. and then I had told my agent about three weeks ago, I told her, I was like, hey, do you have any uh, any news about the movie with Damien? And she goes, oh, sorry. Um, someone had already got a book for it. Well, she didn't say it like that, but <laughs> along the lines, <laughs> I was like, sorry, somebody got the role. And I was like, so devastated because I was praying for it for like yeah. six months straight. But then I realized, you know what? Something greater. That's the way I look at things is if I don't get this, it's because something bigger is going to come. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's just how my mindset is. So now I'm just like laid back and chill about it again. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the thing, one of my kind of things that I've learned is that once I audition for something, I just try to forget about it. Uh, and there are certain ones, you know, I, you know, you can still pray for them, but you just in the terms of, you know, if someone else gets it, that's okay. I'm just going to move on to the next one. I feel like that helps so much better because I've seen actors just ruin themselves because they say you know oh i should have gotten that role blah blah and they can hold on to that for yeah years honestly yeah yeah the way i look at it is like i just started last year Mm -hmm. and so i mean the things i was able to do in that time before covid was like things that other actors actresses like wish they could get but like I don't know how to say it. That's not whoa, that sounded really bad. That made me sound like a bad person. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I no, I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Like things I've been able to do, even though I haven't gotten the roles, mm-hmm. but lots of times I don't get roles because directors don't want to take that chance on me because I'm new. Yeah. And it's like but like I understand it, but I'm just grateful. I'm I'm also more grateful that my team gives me these big roles. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's why I keep pushing. Like only a only a handful of people got an audition for the role that you're talking about. And the fact that you were in that handful, I mean, that's, that's a thing just to be so thankful for. Yeah. And how I was even able to talk to the director after. Yeah. I know. Right. That's like, I was just so, so excited for that, man. Like, I'm so glad that you got to experience that. And Hey, who knows, maybe another role will pop up in one of his other projects and he'll, you know, think of me. Because I hopefully you showed him my headshot like I paid you to do it. Now, <laughs> no, hopefully, hopefully he thinks of you and says, oh, he'd be perfect. Let's get him on the line. Yeah. Or you never that's know. Why, that's why um, first impressions on people are a big thing. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is when I first met you, I was like, I cannot stand this guy. And I still can't. So, yeah, you're right. First impressions are huge. Yeah. First impression is very big. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's what no, I love you, man. I was just teasing. But yeah, man, that's that was pretty much it. So now to this point. Yeah, have you have you had any auditions in the recent weeks? Because it's, I've had like one or two, but it's been pretty dry still. No, I've only had uh, two small commercial auditions. That's it. But there were for one of them was for Dragon Box, the other one was for uh, one of them was for Subway. But I was so busy working, and it was last minute, I couldn't do it yeah yeah well i'm i'm really really hoping that um things will clear up pretty fast but i guess we'll just you know we'll just keep waiting yeah, they, <laughs> hopefully people can just 
wash their hands and use Germex and stay six feet away and we can figure Weather this thing out. The biggest one you didn't say. Oh, sorry. Oh, you, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, we're, yeah. I'm so used to wearing mine now. I forget I even wear one. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like everyone's a superhero now because everyone's like, oh, crap, I forgot my mask. Dude, yeah, I was walking into the bank the other day with, like, my mask on. I was like, this just feels wrong, man. I feel yeah. <laughs> like, but everyone else was too. It just felt weird. But, um, yeah, hopefully we'll just keep praying. Uh, oh, yeah, know, man. God has a you reason know, for this stuff. We have tough times. Life's a roller coaster. And right now is a downtime for everybody. But eventually mm -hmm. it will turn out good. And, you know, it's one of those things that kind of build you and shape you and make you stronger than who you were. Yeah, yeah, been, absolutely. Yeah, I've been very, you know, the path that I've been in lately, it's like very humbling. You know, working out in the fields now, it's a whole completely different thing from being in an office or being inside a facility type of deal. And it's a very, yeah, it's a big big eye opener it makes me appreciate things and makes me want to work even harder for my goals to like not stay here for the rest of my life yeah that's what i meant when i opened it up and said he's one of the most hard-working people i know just because he has that mentality that. manny dude thank you so much for coming on and uh talking like listening to you i just love listening to you man i was really pumped up for today just because uh the way you talk is um I just like listening to what you have Thank to say. Thank you, man. And I appreciate you for even inviting me. I wish it could have been in person, but who knows? We'll be a part two. Yeah, yeah. We'll be a part two. I know, right? Yeah, yeah part two. I'll, we'll have to meet each other yeah, somewhere. When, uh, uh, when we win our Oscars in a couple of years from now. <laughs> hey, no, next yeah, year, next man. Year. Why not next year? <laughs> we win for a Chicken and Carlos. <laughs> the spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Uh, I just want to let you know now the way I'm going to edit this podcast is to where you say just the most absurd stuff. Like right when you said, wear your mask, I'm going to put in a don't wear okay. your mask. And then I'm going to make everybody think I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad person. Anti-vaxxer. Anti <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go. Go spend time with your awesome family. I really appreciate your time of though, course, Manny. Brother. I love you, man. God bless. All right. Love you too, bro. God Bye. bless.